you doing? What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Leather Helmet Fandom Podcast. Today, you will be joined by Ian Sarchuk and myself, Caleb Consman. Today, we'll be getting into Week 16 predictions. We're not really going to touch base on Week 15, other than how we did. Um, that we're going to go. We're not going to go over the topics of a game or whatever. If you want to go back and check out some uh, previews of Week 15 games, then you can go ahead and do it. Um, but well, one I suggest was actually probably the Eagles game. Uh, actually, pretty exciting. A lot of back and forth. Some good offensive plays by both teams. Not much defense, but you know it's 2020. Nobody gives a shit about defense anymore. Right. So and go if, check that out. If you're living under a rock, I mean, the Jets beat the Rams, crazy upset, and the Bengals beat the Steelers, crazy upset. So there's some crazy upsets that happened last week. If you want to go back and watch it, go for it. If not. Let's move on to week 16. It is the championship for fantasy players and the second to last week of regular season. Next week will probably just be a couple teams that are trying to shoot for playoffs, but most likely probably will all be set and scheduled for uh, the playoff bracket. Um, but let's let's go over how you did last week, in on your prediction. How'd you do, man? 13 for 16, man. Really liked it. Uh, did really well. The two I messed up, well, two of the ones that I would have just never guessed was the Jets and the Steelers. Them getting upset, didn't see that happening. Yeah. And then my least favorite pick last week was the Chargers and the Raiders. I picked the Raiders. The Chargers pulled through. To me, that was that was like a 50-50 game. Watching the game, it was a 50-50 game. So I'm definitely, I'm very proud of how I did last week. How'd you do, Caleb? Yeah, I won 11 for 16. Um it wasn't as good, but it's definitely improvement from Solid, the past sure. few weeks. Uh, I did promise I would get 10, so I did even better and got 11. Uh, let's shoot for 12 this week. Uh, I don't really know if it's going to be there with how the games are being matched up. There are some pretty easy bets, but then there are some ones that I'm back and forth with. Um, but, yeah, I pretty much just last week, like you said, Steelers and uh, Rams losing. No one could predict that. I like how you... Basically predicted the whole Raiders versus Chargers game, especially with the uh, two tight ends going off, getting those touchdowns. That was pretty mm-hmm. dope. Fuck you for fantasy. <laughs> but uh, Ian took me out in both fantasy two leagues league, this, this year uh, in playoffs, so fuck him for that. But anyway, let's get right into week six, 16 predictions. Let's start off with Vikings versus Saints, a Friday night game not on even, Christmas. Not night, 4.30. Afternoon. Vikings versus Saints. I think it's going to be a good uh, a good fight, but I think the Saints are going to pull away with it. They'll be home, and they're going to need this win win for seeding. Um, if Green Bay loses to the Titans and the Bears, and the Saints win their last two, then Saints are obviously going to get uh, the first overall seeding in the NFC. So I think it's a big game for them, and I think they're not going to shy away from the competition and show up. And I think when Breeze is back in that lineup, their offense looks a lot better. So let's just hope their defense steps up and actually uh, shuts down, locks down their running back. Once you stop that running game, Vikings are relying on um, Cousins. And when you're strictly relying on Cousins, it's usually not a good, good game for them. So I got the Saints on this one. Who you got? I have the Saints as well. I agree with a lot of what you just said. I think the Saints can contain this Vikings offense. I have it written down that I think they'll contain them to under 250 yards, all 
you know, all-purpose offensive yards. Um, Vikings will be limited with what they're doing. Saints are very good at taking what you want to do and stopping that, so I think the Vikings' run game is going to go through a lot of uh, pains, growing pains. I think the Saints will limit what they do there. Kamara with huge, with a huge game through the air. 125 all-purpose yards I got. At least, I look for him to have a big game. Michael Thomas is out. Drew Brees, I'm still sure, is still banged up, so he's going to look to uh, check it down a lot of the time. So Kamara with a big game. And I, I see it being a pretty low-scoring affair. I think Vikings aren't going to be able to do much offensively, and the Saints uh, with a banged-up Drew Brees and a Michael Tom- Thomas-list team won't do as much. So low-scoring affair, but the Saints get the win. Michael Thomas is out still? Yeah, he's he's on IR. So oh yeah, that's right. He won't I forgot come about back that. Back until playoffs. It's kind of good that he's getting hurt now and getting uh, rest now, rather than in playoffs or a week before playoffs. So um, let's just see how they play in the playoffs. They've been great year in and year out, but who knows if they're actually going to make it to the Super Bowl this year? Everyone's had high hopes on them going into the playoffs, and then they just disappoint and some crazy shit happens um, against them as far as ref calling goes, and then. Or a miracle happens, and then all of a sudden they lose. So hopefully they make it in the Super Bowl. I would love to see Saints versus Chiefs, no lie. Um, but anyway, let's move on. Next game, Bucks versus Lions. Who you got, man? As a Buccaneers here, uh, week in and week out, we say the Buccaneers are a very iffy team. You know, you never know when they're going to show up, when they're not going to show up. I think I figured it out. Buccaneers will probably show up in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Who knows? First quarter through the third. That's a question mark. Fourth quarter, they'll play well, though. So I think even if they play shitty the whole game, at least they show up in the fourth quarter, and that'll be enough to get a win over the Lions team. Uh, Kenny, Kenny Galladay still out. What a surprise. He's only played in four games this year. Don't expect him to play another game this the rest of the year, even though there's, what, two, two weeks left. Anyway, Lions RBs, I predict, will be held to under 50 yards rushing yards. Uh, I think that this Buccaneers defense is just going to shut them down. Adrian Peterson, all them, you're not going to get any yards. Uh, Tom Brady with three-plus touchdown passes. I expect him to have a pretty big game. Even though I think the Buccaneers and Fournette will uh, run the ball really well, I think once they get close to the red zone, I think Tom Brady takes it from there and gives it to his man. This is another guy who I have having a pretty big game, Rob Gronkowski. I think he gets a touchdown or two. I think he has a pretty big game. I think he gets involved. Gronk starts to get in that uh, playoff form, and I have easy win for the Bucks here. What do you got? Um, yeah, I got the Bucks as well. I mean, I can't really go against the Bucks in this. The Lions' defense is not good, um, and the Bucks near, Buccaneers' offense is just star players everywhere. I think it's more or less them figuring out and uh, finding a rhythm on who they're going to use, when they're going to use, in what situation. I think they're still trying to figure that out. I think they finally figured it out towards the end of this last game um, in Week 15. But, I mean, I think this is also another big seeding game. The Bucks can still win their division. Um, if the Saints lose their last two games and the Buccaneers win their last two games, which it's still possible. I think the Saints play the Vikings, and then they play, I want to say... I don't know. I forget exactly. I think they have it a is. tough opponent. For yeah, some they do. Um, I remember looking into it, but either way, it's possible for Saints to lose their last two games, and it's possible for Bucks to win their last two games. So they could still win the division. So this week was really on the line to see to set the schedules for uh, the playoffs. But I got the Bucks as well. I just don't think Brady 
if he does have three touchdowns but low score, low passing yards, obviously it's still a good game as long as he ain't throwing like two picks or whatever. But I think he's going to go under 300 passing yards. He hasn't done back to back 300 plus passing yards since 2019 and week five and week six. And then before that, it was 2017. So mm. he just really hasn't had any high passing games back to back like most elite quarterbacks have. Uh, so I, I can't see him going back to back. Maybe versus Lions, who knows? Maybe with how this game is uh, projected to be, that it's like about playoffs, and if they win it back-to-back week 16, week 17, the Saints lose it, then maybe he shows up and he shows out, and maybe he finds a rhythm with his wide receivers that he hasn't all year and somehow goes off. Um, But either way, I, I don't see Brady's passing yards going anywhere crazy. And that's pretty much about it. 49ers versus Cards, who you got, man? I have the Cardinals here. You know, I expect the Cardinals to be able to score over 30 points. 49ers defense, still pretty solid, but they're banged up. They're not you know, the 49ers defense that we're used to seeing. So I think the Cardinals get this win, and I expect it to be an easy win. I'm predicting three-plus possession victory in this one. So, you know, with that being said, what's that, 17-plus points? Mm-hmm. Big, big uh, victory for the Cardinals here. Uh, 49ers have two-plus turnovers. That 49ers offense might be the worst in the league right now. Uh, I can't really think of anyone who's worse, uh, even though the Bengals and the Jets' offense is pretty bad. They still have a few players that can play well. This 49ers team, not so much. The quarterback play has been awful as of late. And their wide receivers are banged up. And now I believe Moster is out. So that offense is rough. I'm all over the Cardinals in this one. Yeah, I got the cards as well. Um, earlier I was asking you who's on the third string quarterback. It's actually 49ers. Um, if Garoppolo doesn't play, which it's not very looking, it's not looking good for him at all. If he doesn't play, uh, what's his name's already out? Uh, Mullins. So then they're at like birth, birth something. I forget his name. Bethard or Bethard? I I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. so they're on their their third string quarterback. Um, so the, I can't see the Cardinals defense struggling with uh their Forty ers offense, and like you said, they're bad already as is, especially with Kittle being out, and that's like their main player that moves them down the field. Um, also, you got Cardinals as a three possession game. Um, I I can see them easily winning by thirteen or more. Um. If it's a blowout game, I wouldn't be surprised at all, especially uh, being on a third-string quarterback. So look for Murray to have a huge rushing game. Uh, early, middle of the season, he got, like, a shoulder injury, uh, and then you saw him just, like, fading away from running and being a little bit more scared to move out of the pocket because he got hurt when he moved out of the pocket. Um, but now he's finally starting to open up and actually getting his rushing yards again. So look for a big rushing game there, probably 40, 50 rushing yards, uh, maybe even more depending on how how many third downs happen. Um, if it's not too many, then it might not be that many rushing yards, but a lot of third downs. If he can't find anyone, he'll just rush out of the pocket and get first down. Anyway, let's move on to the next game. This one it was tough for me. Finns versus Raiders. Raiders at home. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was leaning toward Raiders because how Mariota played last week. Learned a lot about Raiders as a whole, as a team. Um, but even if he does look good, that Raiders defense is 
hurt and doesn't really look good whatsoever. And I think the Finns' offense will be able to move on them. So I have the Finns, and their defense is just stat all around. So you can't really you can't really do much, um, even if you are Mariota and you're running and you're doing all these RPOs. If you do RPOs and you successfully execute them, then it might be a close game. Um, I, I just think he's not going to be able to execute it as much versus defense as he did last week versus a very, very bad defense. Um, so look for Mariota's stock to go down after this week for sure. But I, I think it will be a close game just because um, I think it will, it will be a surprise for the Finns' defense, not really having any kind of film on Mariota and still having their weapons and uh, who's their tight end? Darren Waller. Waller popping off um, again. Hopefully he makes that connection with Mariota like he did last week. So I got the fins on this. Who so you got this, man? I have the Dolphins was as well. Uh, I The Raiders forget how to play in November and December. They really do. Uh, they've done this the last two years. They look like – I'm not going to say – they got to a position where I would have said there was like an 80% chance they made playoffs. And they failed to make playoffs both last year, and it really looks bad for them this year. I, I don't even really want to see them in playoffs, to be honest. Uh, with Derek Carr, you know, they might be able to upset like a team or something. I think they have the ability to have an awesome game offensively. Like you said last week, if you get Josh Jacobs going in the run game, that means everything to them. But, yeah, this Raiders team is not that great. With that being said, I do like the Dolphins here a lot. I like just the way the Dolphins play. They know how they want to control the game. You know, they're just like, we're going to let our defense play great football. Tua, and now I believe Gaskin is back. He will be able to run the ball. He'll control the clock that way. We'll get a victory. It may not be a huge. Uh, Pretty. And not, yeah, it might, might not be pretty at all, but we're going to win this game. That's the style of football they play. And I really wish the Dolphins were going to make playoffs. I still believe they have a they still decent have a chance. chance, but doesn't look great for them. Uh, they have a hard schedule. I think they're competing with the Ravens to get into playoffs. And the Ravens have a pretty easy schedule. So looking rough for for you guys, Dolphins fans, but I really hope you do guys you guys do get in because it could be interesting to see what the Dolphins do in the playoffs. To be honest, if they do make it to the playoffs, they might go against the Steelers, so that's why I kind of don't want them in the playoffs. <laughs> I don't want a hard defense. I want an easy defense. If we have an easy defense, then we have a chance. Um, if we have a harder defense, then we don't have a chance. But anyway, let's move on to the next game, Giants versus Ravens. Who you got, man? I have the Ravens here. Uh, one of the decide. I I almost went with an upset with the Giants, but then I realized Daniel Jones is banged up, and his coach, uh, isn't even sure if he's going to play or not. He doesn't seem very optimistic about it either. So, with that being said, I do like the Ravens. I think Marquise Brown could have a big game here. I know Giants are playing good defense as of late, but I think Marquise Brown is going to be like a sneaky play. He'll be able to get. Uh, beyond the secondary and maybe make one or two big plays. So I have them going for over 100 yards receiving this game. I think the Giants offense is going to struggle if Daniel Jones is out or if Daniel Jones is extremely banged up and can't make the plays that he usually does. Uh, So with that being said, I like the Ravens here. Look for Lamar Jackson to use his legs a lot. I agree. 
Uh, he's just going to run around, do do some things. Like you, you uh, hinted towards it last week. It seems like he's done trying to, you know, pass the ball. Like just pass the ball just to pass the ball. He right. is now trying to make a good play. It looks like he wants to take over the games and, like, he doesn't care what people say. As long as he's getting the wins, then he's he seems a lot happier. Because if you go back to last year, he was getting the wins no matter what, and his whole entire team's vibes were just, like, happy nonstop. Mm-hmm. But then once it came to playoffs, his throwing ability just was honestly the kryptonite to him, and which is why I also don't think he's elite or good enough to make it far in the playoffs. But, yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to go over and take the Ravens. Uh, I think they're back to executing the RPOs, uh, moving down the field. Like you said, I think he'll have a big rush game. Even if he doesn't run the ball um, and he decides to pass it, I think he's been looking a lot confident in his throwing. Plus, their players finally are not dropping the balls anymore. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Hollywood had a big week, big week last week and actually caught the balls instead of dropping it. And they don't have any more COVID slash like uh, injured struggles anymore they have a few but it's nothing like crazy that's been just hindering them throughout the whole uh season so look for that as a a very big help especially in their defense um and then also they're at home and they're still trying to fight for the playoffs most likely will make the playoffs but they're still fighting for it because browns and steelers one of them two are going to take uh the division and then they that division might have um two more teams coming out of there as the wild card. So mm-hmm. if if that does happen, though, I mean, you kind of got to look at it as, like, that honestly might be the best division either in the league in general or at least in the um, AFC. I mean, I don't know about your your thoughts on that, but I, I think it honestly is at this point. I also know that that division had a very easy schedule this year uh, just because Steelers' schedule was very, very easy, mm-hmm. which means Ravens, Browns, and Bengals uh, – schedule is very very easy so i know they had an easy schedule but either way if you have three teams making into playoffs then that division's got to be somewhat good um even if they've been looking bad recently in steelers no i completely agree with what you said especially tough division when uh joe barrow was still playing right you know they don't have a lot of wins i believe what they have three wins now and a tie so with that being said, there's just Joe Barrow is still just a tough play every time you played him. You know, you never you're like, wow, this guy could really make plays even though his offensive line stinks. Right. So just the loss of Joe Barrow is the only reason I probably would say that maybe it'd go to the Seahawks and Rams division, 49ers and them. That's that's a tough division right there. Yep. I, I wouldn't want to be involved in that. But moving off of that, let's go to the next game. Falcons versus the Chiefs. I guess I'll start this one off. Like I said last week, Falcons play hard, man. They're playing some solid football up until the fourth quarter as of late uh, as of, as of always. You know, they 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 always like to choke the game and shit. It's a, it's an every week thing it, it almost seems. If they have a lead, never feel safe Atlanta fans because the Falcons are going to choke it. Um I just like their that their defense is finally showing up. Yeah, it, it really is cool to see the Falcons like they're kind of growing. I don't know if it's because of you know, coaching change or whatever, but at least you finally got a defense. I kind of see a future there now because, you right. know, Matt Ryan could still stick around. He's still playing pretty good football. Still got a couple of really good wide receivers. You need to put some things together. They need to find a – they need to get a winning culture. They have a losing culture at this point. They really do. When you are in this many close games, when you have this many leads and you give them all up, 
you don't know how to win anymore. No, for sure. And, and, and that's a problem. You need to figure out how to win on a weekly basis and not give up leads. Because in, in the NFL, when you choke leads, you're not a good team. I don't care if uh, you, you get like a 17-point lead. If you're giving that up at each and every week, you're just you, – you're a, you're a team with a lot of problems. You really are. You're not – you're a flawed team, and you need to improve on that. With that being said, I'm going with the Chiefs here. Mahomes is too good for this Falcons team. Uh, the Falcons defense is playing better, and I think that Falcons defense can give Mahomes problems. But Kelsey and Hill, they are going to be able to get open. I won't even be surprised if both of those guys go over 80 yards receiving. They're, they're too good. Falcons are going to have no answer for them, too. So I'll send this off to you to see if you have a different opinion on that. No, I got the Chiefs as well. I also have that Chiefs are just dominant. I mean, I said even if the game gets close, um, like towards the end of the fourth quarter, if Mahomes has the chance to win the game, he's going to win the game. It's plain and simple. Like you said, he's just way too good for their defense, really any defense in general. Um, if he has the chance and he's his spotlight is right there to shine, he's going to shine every single time, no matter what. I haven't seen him ever shy away from it. I've never seen him disappoint. It's just remarkable how many times he shows up week in and week out to make that team win. Um, I don't really know what happened versus the Raiders game because I didn't even get to watch it because the Steelers game was the only thing I was paying attention to. I think that was the same week the – Eagles and the Steelers played it. I don't really know. Don't quote me on that. But I didn't watch it that game. I didn't watch the Chiefs that week. Um, so I don't really know what happened there on their loss there. But either way, all the other games, most of the, all the other games I've watched, and Mahomes is just another another animal, man. He's just a beast. Like, you really can't do anything to stop him. Uh, versus the Saints defense, they played great defense, and he still just, like, managed to make nothing out of something. It's just ridiculous. Something out of nothing. Something out of nothing. Yeah, something out of nothing. Um, and he just like played his ass off and just basically single handedly. Obviously, you had the offensive weapons going off as well, but single handedly just taking over that game and winning that, winning them that game with how good that Saints defense actually looked, even though they didn't pull away with the win. So I got the Chiefs. There's no doubt in my mind that's going to happen. But I'm never going to say never after learning. From the Jets losing the Rams and the Seahawks <laughs> losing the Giants. Never going to say never anymore. Justin Bieber got the hair, so that's why I'm going to rock with it. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Next next game, Panthers versus football team. Who you got, man? I went with Washington here. Uh, they're playing really tough, and they're at home. That is the key part of this for me. Washington is at home. Washington's defense is playing great. Defenses play great when they're at home. Alex Smith... I believe he's going to play. He has a calf strain, which most people don't even miss time with that, but because it's to his bad leg, I think Washington was being very cautious. But with Dwayne Haskins, you know, fist bumping at the fucking club, uh, he's out. I think the Washington's going to have no, you know, other option but to force Alex Smith back in because I think he is ready. I think they were just being overly cautious. So I expect him to play and that just improves their team so much and with that being said i expect antonio gibson to play as well so i expect washington to run the ball with a banged up alex smith they won't want to drop him back 40 times this game they're going to run uh, antonio gibson they're going to try to control the clock they're going to let washington they're going to let their defense uh play 
football, you know, try to get some turnovers. And I expect this to be a close one, but I think Washington takes it. Yeah, I got the Panthers. Um, Alex Smith is hurt. He he's, might be playing. Ian's been saying he's most likely going to play. I'm not really sure on that. I haven't kept up to date on it. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is most likely not going to play. He's doubtful right now. But either way, if they don't have Alex Smith, it's straight up Panthers. I don't care what anyone says. The Panthers will win because I think I forget exactly what you said about uh, Haskins last week, but regardless of what you said, it wasn't about negative about him. It was more positive about him, and he looked like ass last week, just like I thought he was. Um, he just did not look good. And so if he's in the game, there's no way in hell Panthers are winning it. Um, if Alex Smith is in the game, I do think they do they do have a chance, but they need to score more than 25 points. And with the Panthers being there, I mean, their defense isn't really that good at all. Um, I just can't see Alex Smith scoring more than 25 points, and I can easily see the Falcons scoring more than 25 points. Um, the past three or four weeks, I think it was, they scored more than 25, so I think they'll be able to score more than 25 again, um, even versus this defense. The very the the key factor in the Panthers is uh, Samuel. For whatever reason, they use him as like a rushing wide receiver type deal, kind of like a flex, kind of like Hill does sometimes where he'll, he'll get the ball in the backfield and he'll just run straight up the middle and no one's really expecting it. Um, plus I still believe in, um, Teddy Brit, Teddy B he's, he's been looking good all year. Um, he definitely deserves this starting role and he deserves to be on the team next year, but with how good their weapons are, even when they don't have Christian McCaffrey, um, they have Mike Davis, Mike Davis had a bad game last week. So look for him to have a good game, a bounce back game this week and maybe even pop off 80 plus rushing yards. Um, so I got the Panthers in this one. And if Alex Smith, just so I can save you a little bit, if Alex Smith doesn't play, you still got uh, Washington? Probably not. Okay. I, I think the Panthers would probably stack the box at that point. Right. And the quarterback would have to throw it too much. And I don't even know who the quarterback would be at that point. So, yeah, I'd probably go with the Panthers. Then. All right. All right. So you got Panthers if Alex Smith's out. That's just some breathing room, some band-age. Uh, just in case something happens, but hopefully Alex Smith starts just so we can see some good football. Because mm-hmm. if not, I really think it's just going to be Panthers all day. Yeah, it'd probably be ugly. Let's move on. Next game: Browns versus Jets. Um, I don't really care what the Jets did last week to the Rams. The they Jets still are suck. still the Jets. <laughs> Do not start hyping them up. I don't care if they win their last what would it be three games. They're still the Jets. No one really gives a crap, even if they're home. The Browns don't want to struck or. The Browns struggle from time to time, um, but I can easily see the Browns popping off because they've looked very good in the running game this year, and Baker, towards the end of the year, has been showing up very... Hasn't been showing up very... Has been showing up a lot and looks very, very good. Um, So look for a big game from him, too, versus Jets defense. They've been looking a little bit better towards the end of the year, but... I can easily see them just running all over. I usually got the Browns here. Who you got, man? I have the Browns here. Pretty easy, too. Chubb and Hunt, they're going to have big games. Browns score over 27 points. I don't think – Browns don't have a good defense, but I don't think the Jets are going to be good enough to put up over 27 points. So with that being said, Browns get the win here. Baker Mayfield, 
I expect him to have 200 yards passing, but not to go over 300 yards passing just because he's not going to have to. So look for the Browns play some conservative smash mouth football and for the Browns to get a run here. And anyone that did bet on the Rams last week, I'm sorry, man, if you bet on the money line. I did say you could stay at my house, so if you want to stay at my house, hit me up for sure because that game just pissed me the fuck off when I read it. I was just like, or when I watched it and I saw the outcome, I was just like shaking my fucking head like this is just disappointing. This is pathetic. But then again, like I said, Browns could struggle from time to time, and I, I think the Rams also can struggle from time to time, especially when you put pressure on golf like everyone's been saying this whole year. So, I mean – the Browns might just fall through too. No, I'm just joking. No, I don't see. I, that I think at the all. Browns' deep running uh, game is way, way better, and Baker's been looking a lot better towards the end. So, yeah, I got the Browns too. But sorry to anyone else, to anyone that actually bet on the Rams. I mean, I wasn't the one that probably persuaded you if you were going to do that. That was probably just yourself and everyone because no one thought that was going to happen. So that's probably on you more than me. But I did tell you to put your house on it. So if you put your house on it, then that's on me. <laughs> anyway. Move on to the next game, Bears versus Jags. Uh, who you got, Ian? I'm on the Bears here. Uh, I'm on the Trubisky train now. He's playing some solid football. That offense is looking a lot better. Team is heating back up again. You look back, man, they made a big mistake um, benching Trubisky and star Nick Foles. Yep. They, they, they started, yeah, they start off really hot with Trubisky. I knew he, I know they benched him when he was having an off game and they were down and Nick Foles brought him back one time. That's what Nick Foles does. But after that, the team lost all momentum. And But now they got Trubisky back in there. They're heating back up. Uh, run game's looking good. Montgomery's playing really well right now. Allen Robinson's still doing his thing. Trubisky's using his legs a little bit more than Foles would. That defense is playing well. That being said... The Jaguars still suck. They now have the number one overall pick, and they will not ruin this. They will mm-hmm. not. They can't. They got Minshew at quarterback. They do not want Minshew at quarterback next year, so they are going to make sure that they get the quarterback in the draft. Going with the Bears here all day. This, I am confident. This is my throw the house on, on it. <laughs> Don't say it. Bears will Don't say win. It's a jinx, Bears man. will win money line. Here we go. If the Bears don't win the money line now, now you just screwed both of our things up because I got live the Bears at as well. House. <laughs> no, you, you move it at Ian's house because uh, I'm not going to be hype on this one. I do have the Bears though, so if you if you jinx, jinx our predictions like I did last week, then screw you. But um, the Jags are still the Jags, just like the Jets are still the Jets. And as far as Minshew not being there next year and them getting the number one overdraft, I would love. I'd rather see Minshew go out than. Um, Who's the blind bull? The guy that sees ghost uh, jets. Darnold. Uh, I'd rather see Darnold keep playing and being in this league and not Minshew. Um, so I got the Bears easily. With Tr- Trubisky um, and their run game improving week in and week out. I think in the beginning of the year also they're undefeated, but not just undefeated. They had a harder schedule in the beginning of the season, at least defense-wise, and they were still undefeated. So now they got an easy schedule, so it's making – uh, Mitchell Trubisky look even better, and their running game is improving and looking bad, uh, looking better versus bad defenses. So, look for a good game in their running, uh, their running game. I don't know if it's just going to straight up be uh, the running backs, or if for whatever reason Trubisky will get in the play. Usually doesn't, but who knows? Maybe they can versus this bad defense. Um, so, I also think they can make a stretch for playoffs. It's still 
there if they want to take it. Um, I don't know if it's going to happen, but it's still there. So if they want to just keep trying and really try to make playoffs, go for it. If not, then I guess take the L, jinx our predictions, and lose the Jaguars. And then maybe the Jaguars lose, and then the Jets lose. The Jets would still have it, right? No, the Jets, the Jags would win, and then they would lose their first seeding, and then give the Jets back. Yeah. Um. So it'd be like that way. Either way, fuck Adam Gase. Get him out of here. I don't know what that has to do with the Bears versus Jags, but I hate Adam Gase. Got to get him out of here. Fire him. He should have been fired in the beginning of the year. Let's mm-hmm. move on to the next game: Bengals versus Texans. Who you got? Yeah, you know who I'm done with too. Team wise, the Texans. Like I just do not give about give a shit about this team anymore. Yep. I really don't. I mean. Maybe I'll watch a highlight reel just to see what if Watson did anything crazy. But besides that, Texans are one of the boring, like most boring teams in the NFL to me right now. Uh, with that being said, who cares about this game? Uh, Texans get the win because Deshaun Watson is going to be the best player on the field. He's really good. Bengals don't have any like great elite players right now. Both teams will play hard, but the Bengals aren't talented enough, so the Texans win. That's all I really got on this game. Yeah, I got the Texans as well. Um, same thing as the last two games. I don't care that the Bengals beat the Steelers last week. The Steelers' offense beat themselves and looked like ass, to be honest. Um, so I easily got the Texans here. It's This game strictly is about offenses moving the ball, who can move the ball better, and who can make less mistakes. And obviously that's going to go towards the quarterback and the run game, and I'm going to take Texans all day long on their uh, – quarterback and running back over the Bengals, no doubt in my mind. No matter what either team did last week, I'm going to take the Texans, especially being at home. Um, to be honest, though, I'd rather see the Texans lose this game just so they have a better seed, just so they can draft better because it's a good thing they got their uh, Billy O. Stooge out of there, uh, their head coach, and that, that man just needed to go. I think he was the uh, head coach and the manager. Is that what they're calling? GM. GM. There we go. General manager, um, so he was both of them. So it's it's a good thing they got him out of there. Maybe mm-hmm. they can start rebuilding this team around Watson because he really needs even the offensive players. I still don't think he has really good offensive players. No, he, he needs a good line. His line's trash. He needs a good defense. His defense is trash. So just start uh, forming the team around him, um, and then in a couple of years, maybe it'll be enjoyable. I just blew my mind that they're in playoffs last year. And yeah, now really. they're at this situation. Like, what the fuck happened? Obviously, that shit just blew up. A nuke, someone just dropped a nuke in it. Maybe it was Billy O'Stooge. I don't know. Most likely is since he traded away one of the best wide receivers and then gave it to a team that um, can honestly just do without Hopkins. But for whatever reason, they gave Hopkins to him. And they didn't really need fucking DJ. So I don't know why they did that either. Either way, let's move on to the next week. I'm going to go second just because I don't really want to talk about this game that much because it might be the Steelers' fourth loss in a row. Who you got, man? I want the Steelers here, though. Okay. Uh, You know, I think the Steelers need to get back on track at some point. They're obviously not a bad team. There was a reason why they were undefeated for a while. They are a good team, even though they went through a very easy schedule to begin their year. They're on their hard part of their schedule now. The Colts are a difficult team to beat, but... I think the Colts, I think the Steelers can win because they are at home. I think that's a big factor in this one. I think whoever takes care of the ball in this game will get the win. You know, I think both quarterbacks can 
turn over the ball a lot. Yep. Uh, I think uh, that both teams' weapons can have a lot of drops, can fumble the ball, can do all that kind of stuff. So whoever is making the plays they should make, catching the balls that come to them, uh, not throwing interceptions, that is the team that will win this game. So Ben Roethlisberger, take care of the ball. Philip Rivers, if you're trying to get this win, take care of the ball because that's going to be the biggest uh, factor in this whole entire game. I think Big Ben is going to man up. Uh, I think he's not going to get have any turnover. He's going to throw some touchdowns. He'll have a good game. And I predict that the Colts' offense struggles pretty heavily here. Uh, who, do, who do you have in this one? I got the Colts. Um, the Steelers' offense has been looking like trash. Uh, they hadn't really dropped many passes last week, but that's versus the Bengals, so that's not really saying much. But they couldn't really move the ball on the Bengals, which is a horrible defense compared to the Colts. The Colts' defense is way better. So when all you can just do is short passes, all these uh, slot passes nonstop, you're, you're looking, one, to kill your wide receivers, two, to most likely have more drops because they're just going to get hit like two seconds after the ball, which is how the fumble happened versus Juju. So when that's all you can do and you can't throw any deep threats, which Ben looked like ass the past two weeks throwing deep throws, I mean, it's just not going to pan out well for the Steelers at all. So with a defense like this, I don't care if the Steelers' defense is amazing. Um, They'll be able to move the ball with that committee running back. I think the committee running back is very good. Um, so I can easily see the Colts taking this game. Can I see the Steelers upsetting them? Even though, uh, I mean, I guess it's upset now because they are the underdogs in this thing, and they have been looking bad with three loss streak. Um, can I see them upsetting it? Yes, I can see it. Um, but that's just if the Steelers' offense decides to change up. I mean, they don't know how to run for shit, and Snell actually looked very good last week, and they still threw the ball way too much and way too much on, like, first downs, second downs. Like, why are you fucking throwing the ball and then waiting to run the ball on a third down? Like, it should be vice versa. I don't care what position you are in the game. If you're throwing the ball on first and second and then you're running it on third, like, why? I don't I don't understand it, especially on some of the plays. They were, like, right basically in the red zone, five yards away from it, and they run on first. I mean, they throw on first down. And then they throw him second down, and then they try to finally run it on third. Like, why, dude? Why don't you just fucking run it on the first one? He's having a good game. Snell's hot. He's he was looking good. So run the ball. So since they can't coach properly offensive wise on what to do, and I think that's more about Big Ben um, making the calls on, hey, I want to throw the ball. Hey, it's on my hands. I want to make sure it's on my hands. If we lose, then it's on me. If it's not. If we win, then it's on me. Like he, he kind of is taking the control of that, and I think he needs to step back a little bit and maybe let the coaching um, coach and run the ball more. I don't think they'll do in this game. Maybe in playoffs, I think they'll change it up after they lose um, one more game, and I think they'll win versus the Browns, um, which will put them as the division leaders. Um, but either way, I think the Colts are going to take this game, and it's just going to be another disappointment for me this week. So. It is what it is. Hopefully, they win the last game of the week and they win their division. But yeah, as way. long as the as long as the Steelers win um, against the Browns, it really doesn't matter. To be honest, you know, as long as they get that uh, division win, yep, uh, seating wise, you know, that's all they need. Yeah. So Browns are ten and four. Steelers are eleven and three. So if they go what twelve and four, then. The Browns win this week. They'll go eleven and four, and then if they lose the Steelers, they'll be twelve and four. But 
though lost twice division wise head to heads I meant um versus the Browns they've lost twice so the Steelers will take the division so I think they'll win their last game but I don't think they're gonna win this game either way let's move on next week not next week fuck that up again <laughs> Broncos versus Chargers next game who you got man uh I have the Chargers here I like I absolutely I'm in love with uh Justin Herbert right now this guy's an absolute stud uh he was putting on a show on Thursday Night Football last week even with Keenan Allen basically not playing I mean he was he had a he was in for a few plays didn't look healthy at all so Justin Herbert was doing it with a bunch of just random wide receivers and Hunter Henry. Uh, Broncos defense, I expect to get a turnover on Herbert, but nevertheless, that's just not going to be enough. This Broncos offense isn't very good, so I expect the Broncos not to be able to put up as many points as the Chargers. It's pretty simple. If you don't put up as many points as the other team, the other team wins, so the Chargers get the nod on this one. Yeah, I got the Chargers as well. Um, I mean, you got the rookie of the year, basically going towards the last two games of the playoffs. He most likely knows that he's a top runner, so he's probably like, hey, I want to get rookie of the year, put it under, put it on my achievements, and just keep growing off of this great career that I have, um, great start to the NFL. So I think he'll show up big knowing that Jefferson's right behind him um, for rookie of the year. So either way, he, he showed it last week that he can make uh, mistake-free games. So as long as he makes even though that was versus a very injured, very bad defense in the Raiders, and that's not the Broncos. I think um, he'll be able to show up still this game, but I think the Broncos are going to make it, like you said, the defense is going to make it tough for him um, to actually win this game, but I still think he's going to convincingly win the game. That's pretty much all I got for that game. Let's move on to the next game. Eagles versus Cowboys, the divisional head-to-head, always the ones that are battling for the division, but they aren't this year, which is very odd. Um, who you got, Eagles versus Cowboys? Cowboys are home. Who do you want? Let's say that first. Well, who do I want to win? I want the Cowboys to win. Okay. And who am I picking? I'm picking the Cowboys. Okay. <laughs> are you picking the Cowboys because you want them to win? Kind or are you picking of, yeah. Because you, you think they are yeah. uh, I am now not rooting for the Eagles. Dude, I hate I, – I still hear it on the radio every week. How can you – root for the Eagles to lose who wants their team to tank for a better pick let's make the playoffs bro uh it, it means so much to make the playoffs no it doesn't dude not when not when you don't deserve to be in the playoffs I wanted the Eagles to make it into the playoffs when it, they could maybe go seven and nine and still maybe get hot at the end and look like a good team at the end bro when, when you're winning the division with like five or six wins that's not pretty at all. So I'm just completely off this. I want the Cowboys to win here. And I think the Cowboys actually have a pretty decent chance at winning. I think that Cowboys offense is getting pretty hot. I expect them to go over 300 all-purpose yards. I think Andy Dalton could throw on the secondary a bit. That being said, Cowboys defense still isn't very good. So expect Miles Sanders to have over 100 yards on the ground. And with that going on, I expect Hertz to pull a couple of those, and he should have over 50 yards rushing. So put that all together, Sanders and Hertz for over 150 yards rushing. With that and being said, think they're gonna Ian, win. how do they not win? I expect Hertz to have a pretty bad passing game here. Okay, I think he goes under 200 yards passing, and you're like, hey, Ian, even if he just has 200 yards passing, that's still 350 yards altogether. Doesn't matter. I think the Eagles will have a turnover too. Cowboys will do enough. I think it's a close game. Cowboys get the win though. What do you got here? I got the Eagles. Um, 
Yeah, Hertz had a great game last week. It's plain and simple. Um, throw away the discussion about Wentz or Hertz. Who do you want to start? Blah blah blah. It's plain and simple. He had a great game last um, week, and that was versus a defense that was better. That is better than the Cowboys' defense. So there's no doubt in my mind he'll still look good enough to move down the field. And like you said, I think Miles Sanders will have a good running game versus them. Um, if Zeke's back, look for a great head-to-head. I think Zeke will have a great game, and I think uh, Sanders will also have a great game. So I think it will be very offensive-driven, um, even if the Eagles' defense is good. Um, I still th- I still see them both moving the ball down the field. Zeke, Zeke looks good versus uh, another top dog rush running back on the other side of the field. Um so look for him to have a big game if he does play. I don't know if he's going to play. Pollard did look very good last week as well. Um, so it might be good running games uh, between both of them. But I think the Eagles will be able to slow down the Cowboys enough offensively to take away this win. It will be a close game, but I still think they're going to pull away with it. Let's move on. Next game, Rams versus Seahawks. Who you got, man? I have the Rams here. I think the Rams redeem, them, redeem themselves after last week. You know, that was an embarrassing loss. The Seahawks' offense is stale right now, and I think the Rams are going to take advantage of that. They'll be able to limit them. I think Ramsey has a pretty good game here. Uh, you know, Aaron Donald, too, he's a beast. He'll be able to wreck havoc. He'll be able to make uh, Russell Wilson run out of the pocket, do a bunch of things that Russell Wilson doesn't want to do. And I think Rams' play action is going to be a huge part in their victory here. I think they're going to establish a run game, play action from it, and have – Two big, at least two big plays where they get like thirty plus yards, and that really is going to be the deciding factor in this game is the the success that the Rams get off the play action. So I'm all over the Rams here. Who do you got, Caleb? I got the Rams. Well, um, mm-hmm. Wilson had a bad game last time they played versus each other, and Golf had a good game. Uh, Ramsey shut down Metcalf, and Rams defense put pressure on Wilson and he had a bad game like I said so I think the same thing should happen again this time the Rams defense didn't change up it's not like they're hurt in all aspects Um, if anything they're very very healthy and I think with the Rams coming off a bad game losing the Jets they can't lose again they really need to take over this division and they can still take over this division this is a big huge step to taking back this division is beating the Seahawks which is in their division um, I do think they have another hard opponent next week. I'm not entirely sure, but look for the Rams to step up in the spotlight and take control of this game, especially versus a uh, weak defense like in the Seahawks. So I got the Rams. Let's move on to the next game, Titans versus Packers. Who you got, man? I'm all over the Titans on this one. Uh, kind of surprising to me. Okay. But Derrick Henry has gotten better. He always gets better later on in the year. I think that Packers defense Still is the Packers, one of the Packers' weaknesses. They've been playing really well as of late, but I think Derrick Henry could have over 150 yards rushing here. I think Derrick Henry can control the clock, keep Aaron Rodgers off the field, and I think Aaron Rodgers plays well. He does what he does. He's going to put up some points, especially on the Titans' defense. That is very good. But the Packers' defense just lets them down. Uh, I think Derrick Henry does his thing, gets a bunch of yardage, and then, of course, Ryan Tannehill throws for a couple touchdowns when they get get in the red zone and makes a couple big plays. AJ Green, AJ Green, AJ Brown makes his big plays, and that's enough to get, you know, get the Titans just over the Packers in a close victory over the Packers. Who do you got? Yeah, I like this matchup just because I like Brown and I like um, Adams. I think they're both very 
big, tough uh, dude, especially with ball control, as mm-hmm. far as going up, grabbing it, and getting it, and making more yards after the play. So I really like this matchup offensively. But the thing is, is the Titans' defense still looks like trash. Um, but the Packers, the past three games, their defense has been improving, especially in the running game. Um, so since they've been looking a lot better, I think I'm going to have to give the nod to the Packers, especially being home, cheeseheads all around. And I really think they can run the ball on them efficiently, and their defense should be able to hold up Henry. I think if you hold Henry to 90 yards or less, I think you can easily win the game. So look for Tannehill to have a bad week as well um, in this cold weather, being away, traveling. Um, if Brown doesn't show up and get yak for him, then he's going to have a very bad game. I still don't believe in him that much. He's been looking good enough to say that, like, hey, you should believe in him. He does look good. But I just don't believe in him for whatever reason, and I can easily see Rodgers taking over this game, especially with their defense stepping up. So I got the Packers. Let's move on to the last game. Bills versus Patriots. I'm going to take this one from here. I got the Bills. Um, Overall, they're a way better team. And their defense has been looking way better than they have in the beginning of the year. I don't know if Gilmore's out this game, but for some reason I felt like I heard that he is out this game. Um, if he isn't, I could still see the Bills moving down the field. I do think Gilmore will shut down Diggs, though, um, to be honest. When you have a top dog uh, defender on Diggs, he doesn't really show up as much. So I can see Gilmore locking down uh, Diggs. If he's out, though, I can easily see the Bills winning this. I think the Bills should be able to win this by 10, maybe 12 points. So I'm easily going to take the Bills on this one. And what you got on it? Yeah, I have the Bills here as well. It kind of sucks because looking at this game, if it was maybe earlier on the year, I think the Bills weren't as good as they are now. I think the Patriots were better on, better in the first, like, eight weeks. This would have probably been an exciting game for me to watch. Now, not so much. Bills are too good. Cam Newton's play is falling off. Uh, He's not able to throw the ball like he has been in the past. Josh Allen, he has a big game. Here, uh, you know, Stefan Diggs, he's going to do his thing. And, you know, one of the most underrated wide receivers in the league, Cole Beasley. He, he, I expect him to have a pretty good game here, too. Bills get an easy victory here, though. And I'll just move it on to our favorite, least favorite, and underdog picks of the week. How about you start this one off? Um, for my favorite, I got the Bills at minus seven. Like I said, I think they're just easily the better team um, going against Patriots. I don't think the Patriots are really playing for anything. And the Bills won last time. I get it was a closed game last time, but I can't see it being close this time with how the Bills are just on the uprise and they still want to have the best seeding that they can possibly have going into playoffs, especially uh, wanting that home. I do think they clinched their division already, so um, they most likely will be home. But the better seeding that they can have, the better opponent or the worst opponent they'll have going into playoffs. So I think they really want that, and I think there's no doubt in my mind that they can cover for seven. Um, Who you got, Ian? I went with the – initially I went with the Washington for some reason, and then I, like, reasoned up, and now I am going with the – who the hell am I going? I'm going with the Bears here. I talked myself <laughs> into the Bears. I like the Bears at negative seven and a half over the Jaguars. I like it. I said earlier, you know, um, 
you could put the house in the money line. Caleb will spot you if you lose that. No, Ian will. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, don't, I think the Bears' offense is too hot right now. Um, the whole team is hot. Jaguars, they still stink. They want that first overall pick. So I expect a pretty easy win here by the Bears. All right, let's move on to their least favorites. I got the Finns versus the Raiders. I mean, I don't really know what else to say about this other than the Finns offense is, I th- I don't think, as good as the Raiders offense, even if Mariota plays. Um, it's not worse to the Raiders offense as much as it is defense comparing wise, like the Raiders defense is a lot worse than the Finns defense, but I think the Raiders had the nod on offense and then the Finns had the nod on defense. Um, I both think they're playing for a playoff spot. So they both want to fight for the playoffs. Um, Both of them, I don't think made playoffs last year. So it'd be a big thing, especially for the dolphins to make playoffs. That'd be a huge thing for them to make playoffs. And they have it at three. I don't like to spread at three. Um, it's just plain simple. If you spread it out to four, then sure, maybe I'll I'll move away from it being my least favorite. But since it's at three, I just can't even look at this game to start betting on it. Who you got, man? I'm surprised you went with that. I actually really like the Fens in that game, but I went with the Colts versus the Steelers. This is an ugly game to me. Uh, Colts could win... They could lose if the Steelers really show up. If the Steelers show up and play the way I think they're capable of playing a good defense and then uh, just playing a good, smart game offensively, I think the Steelers get the win, but they haven't done that in multiple weeks now. So I'm just iffy on both. Like, do the Steelers show up? Do they not show up? Do the Colts offense, are they able to play well enough? Can Philip Rivers put up points on this Steelers team? I don't know. Is are, are both quarterbacks going to turn over the ball? A lot of questions to be asked. And when I have a bunch of questions on a game, that makes me weary of it. So I, I'm just staying away. I'm pushing this one. I inside. think this whole game comes down to like you were saying earlier, the quarterback play. If Philip Rivers goes against a good defense, which Steelers defense is good, even though they're uh, injury prone. Uh, not injury prone. Yeah, they're injury prone. Um, obviously, since they're depleted in their defense, I I still think they're a very very, very good defense, and I think Phillip Rivers can make mistakes. But then on the other side of the ball, you have Colts defense, which is honestly at this point with how much injuries on the Steelers, I think is a better defense, and I can see Ben making mistakes. Ben should have had like three picks last week with how many balls got deflected. It's not even funny. Um, and that all really stems from him not being able to move at the pocket much at all. Kind of just sits in the pocket, which obviously takes some balls and some skills as well, but you're going to get those tip balls a little bit more with uh, players not having to run towards you and kind of just throwing up their hands at the line. So I like the pick. I just I just can't see the Steelers winning this at all. So if the Colts – if someone's going to win, I think it's going to be more than one and a half points or win by two. Um, so I don't, it's, just, it's just more or less who's going to show up, like you said. So mm-hmm. let's move on to our underdog picks. Uh I'll swing over to you. Who you got, man? Titans versus the Packers. Love it. You know, I think the Titans can pull this one off. I already said that. Derrick Henry has a big game. Tannehill makes his plays. Uh, you know, keep Aaron Rodgers off the field. That 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 should be the Titans' main goal in this one because, you know, as a Titans team, your defense is flawed right now. Uh, you know, it's not that good. So if you keep Aaron Rodgers off the field, then you could maybe – Keep him from getting getting into a rhythm, 
You know, that that's what good teams are allowed to can do. If you got Derrick Henry, run the ball five yards each play. That'll get you seven points every drive if you get five yards a run. Keep them off the field. And, and Titans, if you keep Aaron Rodgers off the field, you put up points, you will win. Go ahead, get this victory. Show show off that I know what I'm actually talking about here because I don't want to look <laughs> stupid on this one. Nah, I got the I got the Titans as well as my underdog pick. I mean, I know I did pick the uh, Packers to win it, but if the Titans are going to win, um, or if the Packers are going to win, it's going to be by a close game. I mean, they still could take over the game if they go up early um, because then Derrick Henry isn't going to be able to run as much and they still might be able to stop them with the defensive rush uh, looking better. But, I mean, the Titans still possibly very well could win this game with how good Henry has been towards the end of the season um, like he previous ha- he previously has done in the past years. So if he still just pops off, I can easily see him taking the win. It just really depends on how fast the Packers go up and if the Packers go up at all. Um, if they're working from behind, then I can't really see them pulling away th- with the win, and I can see the Titans pulling away. So you give them a plus three, two, all they got to do is get it to a field goal, mm-hmm. then I'm easily going to take the Titans. But that's it for our favorite, least favorite, and underdog picks, our predictions for week 16. Uh, let us know how your predictions went last week, and let us know how your predictions are this week. Um, I'd love to have you guys on maybe next year. We're probably not going to be doing predictions for week 17. Um, we'll probably just go over to playoff pictures, how our predictions will be going into uh, the playoffs and who we think will actually make it to the Super Bowl. won't have our Super Bowl picks, but we'll see who who's going to actually make it there, how we think it's all going to stem off, and each team's going to move up and mainly just lose or win and make it to the Super Bowl where they all want to be. So that's probably what it will be next week. Um, we'll probably have a couple uh, guests on our show. Not entirely sure who it's going to be yet. Most likely we'll have a couple guests on it doing the picks with us as well. So we look forward to that next week. We hope you have a great weekend. Um, make sure, you know, make sure you share, like this, uh, comment below. Like Kale was saying, tell us how you did. Uh, tell us what we can improve on, do all that kind of stuff. We want to hear what you guys have to say. We're a community here. So what your opinion is, it really means a lot to us. Um, Talk about, you know, us during the holiday season. I hope you guys have an awesome Christmas. Great holidays if you don't celebrate Christmas. Whatever you're doing, I don't really care. I'm sure Caleb doesn't give a shit. Nope. But uh, I just want you guys to be happy out there. Enjoy the holidays. And, And, uh, yeah, and next time. If you, (laughs) if you, I mean, Ian said that we care about your, uh, your ideas and your thoughts as well or your predictions. I mean, as much as we do. I also will sit here and argue why your predictions suck, and you can sit there and argue why my predictions suck. I love to go back and forth and debate with people. It's a great thing to do. You tell me why your reason is, and then I tell you why your uh, your reason sucks, and we'll just go back and forth nonstop. And if you agree with me, then we can just, I mean, go against Ian or someone else. I'm all for it. Um, it's, <laughs> it's all love, man. It's all love. It's all part of the game. But, I mean, it is what it is. We hope you have a great week good week watching football maybe watch some football on christmas basketball's back too and basketball's that. back so sixers finally got their uh center up for their backup center probably their best one they've had so far in howard so hopefully they do good this year um but that's pretty much about it yeah anything else no nah, that's it we're checking out here all right peace peace